Cornucopia Radio presents Greetings, new recruits. My name is Serafina Winters, and I shall be guiding you through this initiation process. As you know, you are not yet an official member of the temple, but I'm here to change all of that. If you listen to and follow everything within this instructional audio guide, then I guarantee that you'll be welcomed with open arms. Here to help me today is another member of our order, Damien. Damien Green at your service. Today we shall be showing you the rituals that you'll need to memorise and perform for the Elders. We have a total of three initiation rituals, so be sure to follow along with each step. I hope you brought the deluxe edition of this guide so you can follow along with your own props. Damien, when you last went through initiation, were your props alive or dead? Unfortunately, they were dead although I know it would have helped if they were alive. I can imagine your surprise during the process. My own props were alive. It wasn't too bad. I just drowned out all the noises they made and then completed the rituals. Well, there you have it. Your props may be alive or dead, but remember, the ones at the temple will be alive, so be prepared. Remember, you must do these in order. If you mess up the order, your soul will be spirited away. And there's no way to get it back. You'll only be a husk, walking around, living without a purpose, until your untimely death. Before we begin the rituals, we will first educate you about our Lord, where everything you could ask for in a higher being, all-powerful and intelligent. Anything you've wanted within your grasp, but this comes with a price. Even though is all-powerful, they are not generous. You must prove that you are worthy of being granted your wish. The last thing to know before starting these rituals is that the amount needed varies on the wish. Some wishes can be granted, but others would need more resources than currently exist within our world. Please have caution before stating your wish and conducting the appropriate ritual. The first is the ritual of existence. You must provide for yourself, but when something goes awry and you have nothing else, calling upon may just save your life. Existence is categorised by things you need to survive and live life. These include food, water, air, clothing and accommodation. Clothing and accommodation are the easiest, so we'll start off with those. First, locating the desire of the wish is necessary it must be in view. For example, I quite like the shirt that Damien is wearing. Well, it is a nice shirt. <laughs> if I asked him for it, he wouldn't give it to me. She's right about that. But see, this ritual will get you what you want that you can't have. Start by grabbing a piece of paper. Next, you want to draw to the best of your ability the object of your desire. Don't worry, doesn't discriminate against the non-artistic they are knowing and caring of all. Afterwards, you must get blood from the target of your wish. If it's a house, then you'll need to carve piece of said house instead. Now you might be thinking, what do I do if I want clothes in a store? If you are, then good. You'll want to complete the same steps. But 
You'll instead need to draw the store, market or place where the loan item is and obtain the blood of the owner. That is, if you can't steal it for yourself, remember. Favours those who can also provide for themselves. After you've successfully done those steps, the last step is easy. Repeat after me. When you have finished reciting the chant, you must then burn the paper and the blood together. And that's it. When it's finished burning, don't forget to quell the fire. You should then find you have the object of desire in your hands. In the case of accommodation, you should be able to walk inside as its new owner, regardless of who's currently there. Food, water and air are the remaining common pieces of existence. These should be in abundance where you live. But if they're not, well, you should probably move away from there. If you can't, please follow these steps. Okay. Food and water both require self-harm to the individual requiring it. So please take note. By doing this, you can live for around 24 days. Maybe more if you ration. You can easily get by with a finger a day. Now you also might be thinking, what about the blood? I can't stop the bleeding. Don't worry, we've got you covered. To start with, you'll want to have your ceremonial knife ready. Or, although I shouldn't really have to even state that, since you should always have your ceremonial knife ready. Always take care of your knife. It was gifted to you by the state and is one of a kind. Okay, you're starving and going to die soon without any food. That's not good, obviously. Damien, have you ever been in that situation? Only once. That's why I'm missing both my index fingers. That's also why I've never gone back camping since. <laughs> I see. I've never been camping, but after hearing all the horror stories, I'm not sure I want to. First, let's rank your fingers and toes, so you know in which order to chop them off. For your fingers, the order goes index, middle, pinky, ring and thumb. Remember, that's from least to most important. For your toes, the order is your big toe, then pinky, ring, index, and lastly, middle. That's in order of most to least important. Once you've decided which toe or finger to chop off, you must then follow these steps. Create a fire, make a moat around it, and fill it with water. You'll also want a cloth or something else to catch your finger food with. <laughs> After you've completed these tasks, you'll need to chant the following. The water should now be boiling hot. If it's not, you probably recited the chant wrong, and we'll need to try again. At this point, if the water is all you need, you should cut yourself and allow however much blood is needed to turn the water in the moat red. After a while, it should become drinkable water. Now, back to food. This last step is very important and also very painful. You know what they say, without pain, you are without nothing. You need to take whatever extremity you're sacrificing and place it in the boiling water. Then you must use your ceremonial knife to puncture a hole to draw blood. Keep the blood on the knife and stick it in the fire while chanting. The knife should then shine brightly. Next, at a vertical angle, 
cut the extremity in one fell swoop over the fire. After a few moments, your finger food will be done and ready to be eaten. The fire should naturally extinguish once your food is cooked. Air is the last thing we need to address, but it is by far the simplest ritual. All you need to do is find something that will inflate when you blow into it. Once you have blown into said object, close it tight as not to let the CO2 escape. Then chant these phrases. And there should now be breathable air inside. second ritual is the ritual of efficiency. It helps with getting over illness, sickness and knowledge deficiency. Sickness would be defined as one of your body parts or organs malfunctioning while illness would be if you caught a cold or had a fever or such. <laughs> Firstly we'll be fixing your knowledge gap. If you've got something that you want to learn but don't have the time, don't worry. Because we've got you covered. <laughs> so. Say you want to become a physicist, but don't want to study for 10 years. All you need to do is find one and take his brain. Make sure that you don't damage it while carving it out. You want it to be mostly intact. This way, you can gain the majority of their knowledge. The only thing then required is for you to take the brain and place it on your head and then say this word. Afterwards, you'll need to wait for a few hours. You can do anything you want whilst you wait, but do not under any circumstances let the brain fall off your head. If you do, well, you probably won't be able to understand us or anything anymore. Unfortunate, yes, but that's because you should only use this ritual with caution, because if you do let that brain fall off, it will have sucked all of your own knowledge from you. It's possible to regain your intelligence, but in that state, well, you're better off finding someone to help out instead. Anyway, after a few hours, your body should get red hot. Don't worry though, that means it's working. And it only lasts a few seconds. Once it passes, you'll have successfully transferred that person's knowledge to yourself. Illness is next. Regrettably, people do get sick. A lot. However, has shown us a way to rid ourselves of this. Think of this ritual as the opposite of the previous one. You wanted something that you didn't have, whereas in this case, you have something that you don't want. <laughs> this one is also pretty simple, as long as your condition isn't life-threatening. If it is, then this audio guide isn't for you. We recommend listening to Intermediate Rites and Rituals. Now, with your non-life-threatening condition, please follow along. Lay your palm on whatever part of the body is hurting or causing you pain. Repeat these words while keeping your palm steady. Your body should also become red hot as well. This also lasts only a few seconds and afterwards your sickness should now be transferred onto your palm. You're not done just yet though. At this moment you'll be feeling ten times better, but you've now got that sickness literally in the palm of your hand. You don't have much time, and the amount that you do have is dependent on the sickness, 
but you do have to move quickly. You must go and transfer this sickness to someone else. Because if you don't, you'll end up being worse than when you started. The reason for this is that it'll soon be reabsorbed back into your skin. <laughs> this happened to me once. It wasn't fun at all. Oh, you never told me that. Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> thought I did. <laughs> no, I would have remembered. What happened? I don't know. I, I guess it happened while I was sleepwalking. <laughs> didn't know you sleepwalked? Me neither. <laughs> At least I didn't until that night. It was after the purge. Oh. Hey, don't beat yourself up about it. There was nothing any of us could do. I know. I, I just wish I was deemed worthy enough to be taken by. Hey, I'm also still here. We'll be fine. We'll be chosen next time. <laughs> if there is a next time. There will be. There has to be. Oh, uh, we're still recording. Uh, 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 I apologise, listeners. We'll detail what we were talking about at the end of this instructional audio. Where we were... Um, oh, yes. Um, the sickness will be reabsorbed into your skin if you're not careful. The best course of action is transferring it into something else. To do this, you must be prepared, as this next part does take a little bit of preparation. For this, you'll need chalk and an open space. Follow my hand and draw what I'm currently drawing. Once done, you'll also need to have a person or thing that you'd like to transfer the sickness to. So, after knocking them out, you'll want to pick up and drop them in the centre without messing up the sigil. If you do, Redraw any parts that get disturbed in the process. Afterwards, copy these movements. Then use your ceremonial knife and cut the affected palm. Allow the blood to drip and walk around the sigil while repeating this mantra. The sigil should glow and make this sound. And then the transfer is complete. The last of the efficiency rituals is the most important one, as it allows you to keep living in this world. And that's important, because you don't want to die before comes and takes you during the purge. <sighs> After all, you don't want to become one with the void, do you? Say you're in need of a heart or kidney transplant, but you haven't got much time left, <laughs> then this ritual is for you. As it allows you to regenerate your malfunctioning organs. Do take precaution as the more times you use this ritual, the weaker each regeneration becomes. Your first step is to find a living being, preferably in good health. You'll obviously need your ceremonial knife for this. Tempering it is your next step. Just like how you created food by cutting off your extremities, you'll need to do the same here. Create a fire in the centre and a moat full of water inside of it. Repeat the same incantation, but add another phrase to the end of it. And Plunge your knife into the boiling water and then into the fire. This will temper your knife in preparation for the ceremony. When you first did this, Damien, was it with a human or with an animal? Uh, I think it was an animal. A wolf. Ah, that's pretty interesting. Mine was a human. A prisoner. I paid for him and they let him go into my custody. Oh yeah, I forgot you could do that. That would have let me save two of my index fingers. So that's when you lost them. Yep. I went out hunting for something to practice with before my initiation. But then I got lost and had to cut them off to survive. Gotcha. 
Good thing you found your way back. Indeed. It's all because of the will of... that I'm here today. Right. Back to the ritual. You'll need to place the living being on the floor after they've been immobilized. Remember, they must still be conscious during this part, otherwise the ceremony will fail. You'll then need to raise your tempered ceremonial knife and cut the midsection while reciting this. After cutting the midsection, you can take out the needed organ. Do not stop reciting the mantra until the organ is fully out of the body. Otherwise, the organ will dissolve in your hand. Like so. Should we do it again? No, I don't think it matters. We've told them what to do and what not to do. Okay. Anyway, once you've taken out the organ, you need to quickly eat it. The longer it stays outside, the less it'll heal your own organ. Also, don't worry about the cut. After eating, or allowing the organ to dissolve, the cut will close all on its own. Okay, the final and most important rite is the ritual of appeasement. It's the most important one because it's our way of showing our love and affection. You only need to do this once a day but your chances of being purged and brought to the Lord increases with every chant. Do be careful though, as this chant drains you of your nutrients and vitality. We recommend doing it once a day as stated by the temple. We will however be doing it for you in a few seconds. Now, the best way of doing the appeasement ritual is to be in a relatively quiet room. You'll want to sit down, cross-legged, and draw a sigil around yourself. Serafina, are you going to join me? I suppose I will. <laughs> now you'll want to put your hands together like so. And repeat this prayer. What's happening? I don't know. Has this ever happened to you during the ritual? I, no. You don't think? No. It, it couldn't be, right? I think it is. Lord has recognised our direction. Well, we should probably end the programme before the purge. Oh, right. Um, um, thank you for purchasing the Temple of Audio programme. Work and study hard and maybe one day you'll be purged as well. <laughs> <laughs>